press on. Can you see anything? His assistant asked through the flickering of the candlelight. But Howard Carter, the famous archaeologist, was nearly unable to speak because of the incredible treasure that stood before him. The ancient burial site of King Tutankhamun. My name is Lauren Luhi, and welcome to In Harmony, giving you light and encouragement to pursue the incredible life that God has for you. Our story starts in 1922 with the famous archaeologist Howard Carter, the man with one dream to discover the Valley of the Kings, the prehistoric burial site of the ancient Egyptian pharaohs. Howard Carter partnered with Lord Carnarvon, a famous aristocrat, paired up to take this excavation journey to find the remains of King Tut's tomb. But this journey took them nearly five grueling years. When finally, in 1922, Carter's water carrier stumbled upon a stone that turned out to be the top landing for a secret stairway that led underground. But why does this story matter? And why should you or I care about it? What lessons can we learn from this crazy story? What a lot of people don't talk about is that this journey took Lord Carnarvon and Howard Carter five years to discover. And at year about four, Lord Carnarvon, the aristocrat who was funding and overseeing this project, sat Howard down and he said, look, man, it's been a long four or so years. I'm running out of money. I'm running out of patience. I don't think we're going to find anything and I can't keep funding this project. But Carter didn't let that stop him. He begged and pleaded and told Lord Carnarvon, fund one more season. And in 1922, I will find you King Tut's tomb. So after a lot of back and forth, Lord Carnarvon agreed to fund one more year. But that wasn't the only obstacle that Howard faced. Early on in the excavation journey, World War I broke out that actually prohibited Carter from pursuing the journey. He had to stop completely and take up a job with the government during the war. Until finally, after the dust settled from the war, he strapped on his boots again and he went back to pursuing the excavation journey of the Valley of the Kings. And if you're anything like me, maybe you've gone through a grueling, long journey in your life where also a lot of patience was needed. Carter had discouragement from his colleagues, from Lord Canaveran saying that this is a waste of time, you're never going to find it. Small detail, Carter was 48 years old when he discovered King Tut's tomb. At 48 years old, this man, for five years, was in the heat, the Egyptian heat, the sun, with a bunch of probably other cranky people who were also probably getting impatient, rumbling through a bunch of dirt and rocks. But despite all of the obstacles and all of the bad thoughts that he had, he would still wake up every single day, strap on his boots, and go back to work. Maybe it's because his persistence and his determination was greater than his will to keep going every single day for those five long years. 
he understood that it's not about how you feel on the journey to achieving your treasure. It's about focusing on the treasure that lies behind the stone door. Persistence is the firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. In spite of difficulty or opposition, we shall repeat for emphasis. The harsh reality is that the journey to success is not sexy at all. Maybe you're going through a long journey right now with school or work and you're in a season, maybe you're in a single of singleness and you're going on these dates, you're trying these dating apps, you're meeting these guys or girls and just nothing is working and every day you're becoming discouraged and discontent because you feel like you're never going to find anything. You're never going to get your masters. You're never going to get that promotion. You're never going to be able to sustain the business that you've always wanted to create. Every day, and it's not just obstacles. The journey is also not sexy because it's monotonous. It's homework every day. It's going to the office every day. It's a bunch of rubble and rocks that you have to sift through every single day. But the secret is, is that we're not going to feel like it every day. But our persistence, our persistence has to be greater than our willingness. To be honest with you, my soccer career lasted through college. So I played soccer for nearly 16 years. And with all those years came a lot of training and practices and conditioning and running in the hot sun and the humidity. And if I'm being honest, I would say I nearly 95% of the time, I did not feel like doing it. I was behind on sleep. I was stressed. I was tired. Um, I was sleepy. <laughs> I didn't want to condition. But persistence is more important than willingness. It's like when we see somebody who's super fit and super healthy on TikTok and Instagram and they meal prep and they go to the gym and they have abs and we're super hyped and we're like, yes, I'm going to do that. I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to start meal prepping and I'm just going to be a new person. Say goodbye to this person because tomorrow I'm going to be a new person until our alarm clock rings in the morning. And if you're anything like me, it's not cute. You got bags under your eyes. Your hair looks crazy. You're tired. You're behind on sleep. You're slightly stressed from your work day before. And the last thing you want to do is get out of your warm bed and go and be physically active and have to see people. You would rather stay in your little comforter coma with your pillows. Our will to keep going will fade. We have a high amount of energy when we're encouraged and motivated, but that energy quickly fades. I don't care how disciplined, how amazing and strong you are, no human being can sustain the willingness. But what we can sustain is our choice to persist. Willingness is the quality or state of being prepared to do something readiness. 
A river cuts through rock, not from its power, but because of its persistence. And lastly, possibly one of the most important lessons that we may be able to get from Howard's story is the little detail of the tool that he used to ultimately discover King Tut's burial site, a tiny little chisel that was given to him by his grandmother when he was 17 years old for his birthday. First of all, what type of 17-year-old wants a chisel for their birthday? Most 17-year-olds want a car, or I guess at that time they probably wanted like a radio or a cigar or like games, but no, his grandmother decided to give him the gift of a little archaeological hand tool, a chisel. And although we may find it strange, maybe she gifted him with that tool because she saw something in him. She saw from a young age how interested he was and how passionate he was about archaeology. And she knew and she saw his ability to persevere, to persist. So what is that thing that you've always been passionate about or or have had an interest for since you were young? That weird, quirky thing that you would love studying or learning about or viewing while everyone else was maybe going out or having fun or whatever it was, that craft, that thing that got you fired up more than anything else in the world. And maybe you're in a season like Carter where you're super encouraged to pursue this calling that you think God has for your life, but you get hit by a war and it takes you off the path of your calling and you're needing to do a different assignment like the way he was when he had to take a job with the government during this incredibly historical discovery. But just because we have a different assignment at this point in our life doesn't mean that our calling has changed, which is why after the war had subsided, he didn't get let his persistence fade. He strapped on his boots, he got his little chisel, and he went right back to it. He was able to discover the most famous Egyptological findings of history because he focused on his treasure and no matter the financial distress, the war, the obstacles, he never lost sight of it. So what is your treasure? What is that thing at the end of the road that you need to focus on to get you through the day to day? What we may be able to learn from Carter's story is that maybe the secret is not willpower or that these people who achieve these amazing things are just superhuman and they're incredibly disciplined and we can never be like that. Maybe it's because they choose to persist amongst the obstacles and the setbacks. And the last question that I'll ask you is, what is your chisel? What is that little tool that God has gifted you with since you were a young boy or girl that you never let go of? It may be a little old and a little dusty and crusty after all of these years, and it may even feel as tiny as a little archaeological hand tool. But whatever it is, never let it go, because that tool, that interest, that gift, 
can be the very thing to lead you to the treasure that God has for your life. Thank you for watching.